0: Hey, guys, it's Renee from Throwing Down with Renee and Misha. However, this week I was joined by the one, the only, Angela Hill. And, guys, you're going to get our reaction to this weekend's Royal Rumble in the return of the baddest woman on the planet, Ronda Rousey. Plus, we speak to WWE's own Corey Graves. Here's the episode. (laughs) Did you watch the Royal Rumble? Am I putting you on the spot by just asking you point blank about watching any of the Royal Rumble? Because it was all the Uh, hype over the weekend, and you missed out. You missed, missed out on it. the best pay per view of the year, Angela. Oh, my
1: God. I'm so sorry. Oh I did my. not realize I was doing the show. Otherwise, Does I think would-
0: Anthony Smith watched
1: it. Did Anthony Smith watch The Royal? No, he didn't watch it either. All right. Well, it's hard I'm- for us, you know, <laughs> the MMA fighters, it's really tough. Like, I feel like it's even harder for us now than it was before we were just skeptics like oh that doesn't look real I feel like now we're watching it yeah maybe we're a little jealous maybe we're maybe. jealous that we can't go in and fight someone and it happens exactly how we thought it would <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah we just take it out by not tuning in but I did watch the highlights and every time I watch the highlights especially when I see the women I'm I'm a little more into it. It it just, it's, it's cool. I like the, I like the, um, just the the theatricalness of it, the pomp
0: and the circumstance. Yes, yes. that's what I was the looking pageantry. for. Pageantry, the
1: outfits, the walkouts—like all of that stuff—is really cool. So I get it. That's I definitely like, get that's
0: it. definitely something that I've always been drawn to. Like I love me some pageantry. I, I love all that stuff. I mean, literally, my I have a whole closet downstairs with just like sequins and ruffles and tassels. I've got it all. I love it. I got to dust that stuff off at some point. Uh, but no, I, I <laughs> Royal Rumble is one of my favorite pay-per-views of all time. I always get so pumped for it. As we say in the world of professional wrestling, we are now officially on the road to WrestleMania. WrestleMania will be going down uh, in April. So this kind of kicks off all those storylines that will be culminating mm-hmm. there. So we now know that Brock Lesnar will be going on to the main event of WrestleMania. He, of course, won the Men's Royal Rumble. And then on the women's side the return of Ronda Rousey, the baddest woman on the planet. What do you think about seeing Ronda back in the ring four months postpartum? That's insane.
1: So I did see a photo of her floating around online. Um, and she was sitting in sitting backstage she had the milk pump on her boob and she's getting her makeup done and she had that same ronda rousey face that she has every time she walk out for an mma fight i thought that was pretty badass so it's so cool dude if anything her her coming back so soon is just a testament to how dedicated she is when she puts her mind to something she's just She's it's like, heroic. I'm gonna do it, and then she does it, and it's yeah. really cool. And then the fans, the way they, the way they just got excited when she walked out for the Royal Rumble. In the highlight that I watched, I'm not gonna pretend like I watched the whole thing, but it was really cool to see. You my heart you needed to. See. My heart jumped. I got the chills. I, I, I got that. This was. Did a you really start sweating? Deal. A little bit. I <laughs> 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 the sweat glands were activated i'm like oh Rhonda's about to do something crazy and she had that same walkout face the angry so scary angry look. yeah squinted eyes has the makeup on the black makeup it, it's fun to watch it's definitely it fun is it's
0: really cool it's really cool to see Rhonda back in there in the mix um i'm i'm excited to see what's going to happen tonight on monday night raw is she calling out becky is she calling out charlotte what is going to happen with Ronda Rousey going on now to the main event of WrestleMania? She now has like four and another four months to be, you know, the eight months postpartum come WrestleMania. Like what kind of shape is she going to wow. be in by then? This woman is a freak of nature. We already know that. Um, but it's really cool to see. I mean, I, I'm, I feel like I'm such a like Homer for the moms. Now I'm such a mom, <laughs> but seeing so many women out there that all have babies, like Ronda just had her baby Bree and uh, Nikki Bella, they had their sons, j- you know, just over a year ago. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, still new little babies. Um, I know there was way more moms and that. Sarah Rowe was out there. <laughs> she just had a baby. He's, I think, just a year now as well. Like. It's so cool. It was really, really neat to see and just see them absolutely crush it.
1: Um, yeah. yeah. Well, on the to MMA side, you have uh, Juliana Pena, who just yeah. got back after Badass. being out for uh, being pregnant. Now she's champion. And that's yes. that whole lineage with Amanda Nunes being Rhonda, And then Amanda yep. Nunes was on top for a while. And then a mom comes back and beats her. Who's mom saying what could happen? After Ronda Rousey had a kid, like mom strength
0: is no joke because you're basically walking around me right now, like essentially with a 20 pound weight vest all day long. Mm,
1: okay, I could
0: potentially be more jacked than ever right now. I don't know. I'm just yeah. the, mom strength is a thing, you got to like dig deep, tap into it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but still, on the MMA side of things, how cool is it in your world that it's Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey that have both won the Royal Rumble? That there's like, I mean, we've seen. This this cross promotion between MMA and pro wrestling before, of course, but to see it now again, I mean, it still is that thing that exists. And I think there's that realism that comes from a Brock Lesnar from a Ronda Rousey that just adds that little bit of extra intensity
1: no for sure the the look that you get from across the ring they're channeling this thing that they actually did when they were trying to murder someone so it's not really an act it's more so you reaching back to this deep memory (laughs) this dark memory that you have of actually going into battle against someone and then you're doing it You're, you're showing what you used to do so it is really cool and i really do like the evolution of their looks like Ronda Rousey with that black makeup on the all black outfit. That's so cool. And then Brock looks like a freaking Viking right now. Brock
0: has like abs right now. What's going on with the the V cut that's happening, the braided hair.
1: I like it. I'm kind of into it it it. too. I do
0: too. I'm a huge Brock fan. I think he is great. I mean, I've said it on the show a million times. I think he's he's obviously an incredible MMA athlete, uh, but he's such a great pro wrestler. And I love when you see someone like him who's been in the business such a long time, and he just keeps getting better and better and better. And when, like, an athlete like that comes along, you know, once... You know, every blue moon, you don't get to see them that often. So the fact that you get to just see this version of Brock and him thriving in that world, I think it's just the best. I love it. Brock is the shit. I want one of those. He now has Brock Lesnar, like, plaid merch shirts, and I really want one. I need one. Okay, so going back to the Ronda thing, kind of sparked this conversation of, like, okay, so Ronda left professional, well, she left MMA then moved over to professional wrestling, then left professional wrestling, went and had a baby. Now she's back in professional wrestling. Do you think that MMA fans are still holding on to a grudge towards Ronda for the way that she exited the sport?
1: No. um, I, You know, and maybe this wouldn't have been the case before Juliana Pena beat Amanda Nunes because – a lot of people criticize Rhonda for, like you said, the way she left. The fact that she didn't try to compete one more time. The fact that she didn't make a statement at the press conference after she left. She It wasn't a graceful loss. And then she just said, I'm done and went to pro wrestling. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people were soured by that because they look up to her. They they saw her as a role model and to lose gracefully is almost as important as winning all the time. You know, yeah. so yeah. So, it, so a lot of people had that sour taste in their mouth. But I feel like now, nowadays, we're looking at all these issues popping up with MMA, with fighter pay, um. Uh, with a uh, free agency and Rhonda pretty much flipped the board over and said I'm gonna do what's gonna make me happy and mm-hmm. I think now MMA fans can appreciate that for what it was as opposed to back then where you just thought she was a sore loser she didn't um she she was a one-trick pony they had all these horrible things to say about her mm-hmm. but now it's, it seems like the smartest move she could have made because now she's making more money she's happier she's not taking as much damage and she's living off of the celebrity that she built while she was on that platform of the ufc i think she made a great move now and I, of course i was one of the ones criticizing her when she first left but now i'm yeah. like man she 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 was like a prophet she saw the she saw the cards before they happened and now she seems like uh the the best best businesswoman in the UFC or who was in the UFC
0: yeah no it's 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 very true I mean being able to see what she's done in the world of pro wrestling and for her to see the value that is in pro wrestling and you know like you said before it's like I I think a lot of um MMA athletes or athletes in other sports you know they can kind of turn a nose up at professional wrestling and like oh it's this it's this it's this but like it it's not trying to be those other things. It is completely in its own other lane and it's a complete different art form. And it is that. It is an art form. It's an art form meets sports, meets athleticism, meets theatrics. It's all of those things. And a lot of professional athletes do not, it's it's not easy for them to transfer into professional wrestling because it is all those other things. But Rhonda's mm. one of those people. It's like a duck to water in that situation. She is constantly learning, constantly a student. Um, I I always draw the comparison of somebody like a Kurt Angle, you know, mm. Olympic gold medalist. He's so on a broken freaking neck. The things that we know about about Kurt Angle and the things that he was able to do. Um, in, in the way that he is as a professional wrestler, incredible. Brock Lesnar, same thing. You see these guys that just, like, take to it so incredibly well, but not everybody does that. So to see Ronda out there doing the damn thing and the reaction she gets from fans – and wrestling fans are skeptical as all hell of things like that. When she mm-hmm. came in, she had it rough. The fans were booing during our promos. I think it was, it, it was definitely not an easy path for her getting in there, but once – I think fans and even everybody in the back, everybody in the company being like, damn, like Rhonda's putting in the work. Like Rhonda's out here doing house shows in like, you know, Duluth. She's out doing mm. these like she would, she was doing like the full regular tour. She wasn't just dropping in for pay per view. She was on the road, traveling, touring, late night, you know, hotel food, all the, all the things that are the ah. grind of professional wrestling. So I think that really opened the eyes to, all the wrestlers as well as the fans to see Ronda putting in this work and then her just getting better and better and changing the game around her. She's not going to come in here and, and be the kind of professional wrestler that somebody like Natalia is or somebody like Becky Lynch is, you know, she brings in that MMA background and uses that in the ring in the way that adds that, reality to it it's it's really cool the way that she's just gravitated towards i know she's had a lot of really great mentors to get her there as well but she's crushing the game yeah i love it once that bad reputation music hits it's Mm -hmm. on it is on that it's brought, so brought cool. back
1: memories for me, too, seeing her walk yeah. out to that. I'm like, oh, yeah, Ugh,
0: I know yeah, it was like crazy. the rumors, too, of like, she's coming back. She's coming back. Is Rhonda going to be there? And then it's like, Rhonda better be there because we're all expecting her to be there. And I'm like, please, please let her be there. So it was really, really cool to see her. And she looked awesome. Like you said, that picture of her pumping backstage, getting her hair and makeup done, yes. go out there and kick some ass. So, so cool. Hey, everybody, this is Lindsey Rhodes. And with the NFL playoffs underway, what better time than now to check out my podcast, The NFL Road Show. We're going to break down the biggest games, key players, every angle in between with guests that go past the low-hanging fruit and get to what you really need to know. We'll have new episodes every Monday and Thursday all the way through Super Bowl 56 in my hometown of Los Angeles. So please subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app included with most subscriptions. Dare I say, one of my favorite human beings. I know all of his deepest, darkest secrets. And likewise, you've heard him uh, this Saturday on the Royal Rumble. You're going to hear him tonight on Monday Night Raw. Please welcome on Corey Graves. Hey, bud.
2: Hey, how are you?
0: I'm great. Oh, my God. It's so weird to hear your voice.
2: It's very strange to be here at Monday Night Raw and have to talk to you over the phone.
0: (laughs) I know, right? Um, I don't know if you just heard the – like, we had, like, the the, tag team. I heard tag
2: team back again, and I immediately defaulted to the ice cream flavors in the new commercial that they do, where they say something (laughs) to the effect of uh, chocolate peanut butter cookie dough. Uh, Um, But I I I
0: just started to dance. What dance do you think I was doing?
2: I I, I didn't realize you'd be upright in a recording studio in in order (laughs) to dance. So I'm
0: Well, I just thought I was – Anyways, no one will get it anyways, but when we used to ride together, I had a rather infamous dance, I guess I would oh, say, but it's inappropriate oh, the, the, to describe. The, the, there
2: were two hands in the air. <laughs> I'm leave yeah. it at that. Yes, I know exactly uh, what you're So stupid. If only the world could enjoy it as we did.
0: Uh, it was for a different time in a different place. How are you feeling and how is your voice feeling after calling Royal Rumble on Saturday?
2: I'll tell you what, this year having the Rumble on Saturday has done wonders for my voice.
1: Because I rather bet. than
2: rolling from Saturday ni- or from Sunday night into Monday with half a voice, I had a full day to recover. Uh, so I actually feel pretty pretty great. Uh, it was quite a long drive from St. Louis to Cincy yesterday, and I
0: I know because you didn't make it really. to my house, Dick.
2: I know fell asleep basically instantly. Uh, that was <laughs> that was on the list of potential things to do, and it was just mm-hmm. like wow. I don't know when the last time I've had the chance to sleep this much was. So it was uh, sounds lovely making the most of the opportunity.
0: So but now how- we're here, we're
2: back in Cincinnati, we're prepared for Monday Night Raw. So the train yeah. keeps on rolling.
0: It, as it does, the train keeps on rolling. How much do you, I mean, I know other than just like your voice, at least getting a day of rest, but having the pay-per-views be on a Saturday, how do you feel about that switch? I mean, they've been Sundays for our whole lives.
2: I'm a big, big fan of it. Uh, mm mm-hmm. The only experiences we've had recently were, were the Royal Rumble, and I believe it was SummerSlam was on a Saturday, was it not? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think having that day in between is great for everybody to have a chance to recharge a little bit. Uh, the energy in both buildings was, I'd say, markedly different and more loud because it's almost like, hey, everybody, we're going out on Saturday night. We have Sunday to <laughs>
0: yeah. now.
2: Uh, yeah. so, so everybody kind of leaves it all on the, ta- on the table and gets a little more rowdy on Saturday nights. So, so far I've loved it. I'm a big fan. I think, I think it looks like we're probably going to be doing it semi-regularly in the future. So that's, uh, that's exciting.
0: No, it, it does make such a difference. I mean, even for me, like I had to stay up late, you know, I've got a baby now I got places to be, I got a bunch by places to be, I mean in bed. So it was nice to have a little bit of a buffer there. Um, calling exactly. the rumble, the Royal rumble is one of my favorite pay-per-views of all time. Um, which just reminded me of when I got to call Rumble with you and could not spit out Zelina Vega, um, but that's a different when, story. When when you had a
2: live a, a live uh, malfunction of your brain on global television, still one of the funniest. It what well, you did. You glitched. It was fantastic, and I I saw, I saw it on Twitter uh, a, few, yeah. a few weeks ago, and it still made me laugh just as hard as it did when it first happened. <laughs>
0: Well, you can hear it, but it's funnier to think of like the moment of my eyes just looking to your face like please help me. I don't know what right. I'm
2: it's, saying.
1: It's, oh my it's god. It's entertaining
2: to hear, but from my point of view when I got to look <laughs> across the table at you where you were like doe-eyed just in a panic going please help me and I go I don't know what's happening to your brain right now. Uh, this is not my this is not my place to help. But we okay, made it let's through.
0: Ch- Let's talk about calling rumble on Saturday because, um, yeah, I mean, it's such a great pay-per-view. It's so much fun. What is it about the Royal rumble that you love to be a part of?
2: I think it's easy in this business or any business. Once you're this close to it, it's tough to just be a fan. Mm -hmm. Uh, and and you know how as, as busy as this schedule is and as much content as we create week after week, 52 weeks a year, the Royal rumble to me is generally the one night that I can guarantee it's I get to be a fan because contrary to popular belief, I don't know who's coming through the curtain next. I didn't even know who was in the, the, I called only the women's rumble this year. I didn't know all the participants. So I was waiting just as anxiously as most of the fans going, okay, who's coming out next. Also, what am I going to say about some of these people that I haven't Mm -hmm. seen before? I've never called a Molina match. I've never, you know what I mean? I I know who they are and I know factoids about them, but as far as any sort of preparation, that sort of went out the window because I was just in the dark as anybody else, but that's also by design and, and my own choice. I love to be surprised. I love to feel that feeling that the fans feel when you hear the first few notes of an entrance song you haven't heard in years. <laughs> yes. And, and it's like, oh, my God, wow, can you believe it? I never thought I'd ever see this again. And, and of course, when Ronda Rousey came back, you hear the first few notes of Joan Jett, and, man, that mm-hmm. stadium was rocking. It was so much fun.
1: Hey, Corey, this is Angela Hill. I'm an MMA fighter. And, um, you know, I I know Ronda Rousey is a totally different athlete. So how how exciting was it from your perspective for her to come back? I know you just talked about it, but yeah, explain that a little bit more.
2: It's it's so cool because I think a lot of people, they like to argue oh, MMA or sports entertainment or pro wrestling or whatever you choose to label it ultimately it's all a different form of entertainment and i personally am a huge fan of someone like a ronda rousey or brock lesnar or bobby lashley or riddle or anybody who comes into our world with that legitimate pedigree coming Mm -hmm. from mma and especially when you have someone who's tasted the level of success of a brock lesnar or a ronda rousey or or even bobby lashley who had a hell of a run in bellator uh, Mm -hmm. to be able to say oh okay this isn't that stuff you used to watch in the '80s that everyone was debating the reality of, everyone kind of just takes deep breaths now and goes, "Oh, okay, let's enjoy this for what it is." And when you see two larger-than-life behemoths who are certifiable badasses like Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley throw down in a WWE ring in a stadium full of people, it's got a it's got an element of the energy that you would see it a lot. I, I've been lucky enough to go to I've seen Bellator Live and, and UFC Live a handful of times and. And that energy is very tough to capture. But when you feel that on an enhanced level in an environment like we did in St. Louis to have 44,000 people all with that same electricity, I think it just adds and takes our product and what we do to a whole nother level because it's, there's no longer the debate. Oh, is Brock Lesnar really, really that dangerous? Yeah. And if you don't believe it from WWE, <laughs> look at USC. Or look at it as the guy who almost walked on and made an NFL football team with no football experience. You know what I mean? It it makes my job easier because I'm no longer trying to convince anybody of anything. The proof is in the pudding. You know what I mean? Anybody with the Internet or or any sort of media can look these guys up and go, oh, these two dudes are the real deal. And and I think that is good for our, our business as a whole because it just adds credibility and legitimacy to everything everybody's doing.
0: Graves, how yeah. excited were you to be able to call uh, Brock and Bobby? I mean, that was a match that so many people were just dying to see. And I can imagine, I mean, you know, when you're preparing to call a match like that, and you're like, what are we actually going to see here between these two guys? Like, what went into that for you?
2: It's another rare instance of much like I got to be a fan of the Royal Rumble event, as I mm-hmm. always do. This was a chance where I got to be a fan of the two guys competing for the WWE championship. I've become relatively close with Bobby over the years since he's come back to Monday Night Raw. I've got a great respect and, and relationship with for him. And Brock Lesnar's Brock Lesnar. I mean, anytime Brock is on your screen, it's must-see. And at and this day and age, I mentioned something on commentary during the pay-per-view of how in this day and age there are virtually no dream matchups left. Everybody, mm-hmm. no matter what company you're talking about, has brushed up against, everybody else or you know back to the independence Uh, this business is so so for as big of a global business as it is it's still kind of a mom and pop shop uh you know the industry as a whole so it's very hard to find two athletes of that caliber of that star power who have never met in any sort of capacity and it the funny thing is i was thinking all day like man i want to do this match justice i want to make this feel big i want to make it feel like an epic showdown because not only was that how we were selling it, but that's how I viewed it as a fan. And mm-hmm. it's funny because in those instances where I get to just get lost in the moment, the coolest stuff just kind of falls out of my lips. Like, I listen back <laughs> to, to the entrance. I know, it drives me about...
0: nuts. You're so good at it.
2: <laughs> it's just where, the way my brain works. I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> make everything sound bigger and epic. And I got to just start talking. And I'm, I'm talking about gladiators and the battlefield and juggernauts because it was, it was easy. It, it wasn't like I was trying to sell something I didn't believe or try to say, hey, you guys can't miss this. This is going to be a great fight. It's, no, it, it was. It was going to be big. It was going to be epic. So it actually made my job way easier than usual because I got to be a fan and just kind of provide the soundtrack as I watch these two guys that I respect so much do what they do best.
0: Can we roll things back to, was it last week that you were in the ring and Brock asked you if you, what did he ask you? If you wanted to see him naked or something, <laughs> what happened?
2: Uh, so, so, <laughs> truth be told, I'm going out there and, and I, I we, we know the weigh-in is happening. And I asked Brock if he was dressed appropriately for the moment. I mean, I've watched <laughs> plenty of weigh-ins in our business and in the MMA world and generally it's big muscle-up guys or girls in their skivvies, and Brock came out in full John Dutton cowboy regalia. Wow. And uh, and Brock asked me very politely, by the way, if he would prefer, if I would prefer, if Brock would just get naked. And let me tell you, I, I've, I, I'm very rarely intimidated in life. Uh, I don't go around <laughs> looking for a fight, but I have never felt so small in my oh, life man. when you see a... Behemoth like Brock Lesnar offered to disrobe in front of you on global television. How do you answer that?
0: It was great. Uh, you don't mean to give I never, reaction. I, I,
2: I am never at a loss for words. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, that, but that you, you can't it. make I, a
0: joke to Brock either. Like, he'll eat you alive.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, if I were to laugh at him, would that have offended him? You don't know.
1: Uh uh-uh. uh. No, it's did so he- insane. Did you at least make the same face that Renee made when she forgot the name? That's the <laughs> <laughs> I.
2: I, no, I felt the same way. I felt like I was I was floating in the middle of the Atlantic without a raft. <laughs> like I am. Whatever happens, happens. Jesus, take the wheel, because uh, whatever Brock felt like doing was what was going to happen.
0: Um, so, Graves, tonight, Monday Night Raw, you're here in Cincinnati, uh, where I also am, just a stone's throw away. What can we expect tonight with the fallout from Royal Rumble?
2: Well, that's the cool thing about the Monday Night Raw after generally WrestleMania, also after the Royal Rumble. We're now officially on the road to WrestleMania. So yeah, So, from here on out, dare I say, is the, the hottest part of the year-long season. From now until yeah. April, week after week, you truly never know what it's going to look like. We know we got a new, new WWE champion, Bobby Lashley. Uh, Ronda Rousey is going to announce her intentions for uh, WrestleMania as she earned the, the opportunity to headline WrestleMania against a champion of her choosing. Uh, plus, now everybody's talking about Ronda Rousey. Everybody's talking about Bobby Lashley. Now you've got the rest of the roster all looking mm-hmm. for their path to WrestleMania. So there's a million unique twists and turns. I mean, Renee, you've been on, on plenty of roads to WrestleMania.
1: Mm-hmm. And correct me
2: if I'm wrong, but this is this is the most fun time of year. I mean, oh, it's the best. Truly, anything can happen. It brings back back that sort of unpredictability, uh, and we all know when it's WrestleMania season, you never know who's going to show up. You might see somebody from the past. You might see somebody who came back for the Rumble who decided to hang out a little bit longer. You you never Here really comes know. The
0: money. Are we going to see more Shane?
2: That's that's. Honestly, I-, I can say this with 100% honesty. I'm not lying to you. I don't know. <laughs> I oh truly have no idea.
0: I, I do love my it. I'm my best to not stay g- in the dark. I know, because you usually get to the building, and then you hide all day long until it's showtime. Um, I do my best. I- I'm Mm -hmm. very excited because you're right. I mean, right now between Rumble leading up to WrestleMania, it gives me like legit FOMO because it is it's the most fun time in this business. Um, So I'm really excited to just be a fan and get to watch from home. Um, And you've got a hell of a show tonight. I appreciate you taking the time to hop on here and give us a little preview of what to expect and take a look back at everything that happened at Royal Rumble. So thanks for coming to hang out, dude.
2: I've always got time for you, Nay, but before I leave yes. your show, I'm oh, going to put you on blast on your own Shit. show because we need to talk Nay. about it because it's fresh on my mind and oh, the world. No. I got to the hotel last night just in time to watch the Bengals line up. And my Bengals? <laughs> yeah? No. That's what we're here to talk about. <laughs> you need to cut it out with this fair weather nonsense. Three months ago, you were the biggest <laughs> Vegas fan that ever existed. Now, all of a sudden, you move back to Cincinnati, and it's who day. I can't take it anymore, Renee. You need to pick Do a you lane. Know that- you need to stay in <laughs> it.
0: I almost think about you when I put out each tweet because I know how much it pisses you off, and I love Listen,
2: it. This, but You're one of my you- best friends in the world, <laughs> and I, I support you to the end of the earth. However... Next time it happens, there's about a 75% chance of hitting the block button. I can't do
0: it I can't. <laughs> But wait, give me a second to plead my case. You can't just drop that mic drop and then hang up the phone because you have to understand I've never actually had an NFL team. I was not on the Raiders bandwagon. I wasn't quite there. I was like, I'm not sure. Did I jump on the Golden Knights bandwagon? 100%. But that was like a lifeline. I needed something to invest me in the city of Las Vegas. So I was like, all right, there's hockey here. I can do this. Also, the team's great. That helps. But then I just so happen to move to Cincinnati the year that the Bengals are crushing it. Is it me? Am I bringing the luck to the Golden Knights? Am I bringing the luck to the Bengals? I think that's what we need to take a deeper look at.
2: When you say that out loud, it actually gives me pause.
0: <laughs> think about it you're on think about it uh, alright we'll have a great show tonight I miss you, love you, mean it and uh, I'll, I'll see you soon
2: sounds wonderful thank you guys as always I'll talk to you soon
0: shave that mustache too by the way bye oh I got that in while he hung up Yes, oh, got it in the last line yes <laughs> Throwing Down with Renee and Misha is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The show is produced by Michael Russo and Kelly Murphy. Sound designed by Naree Balin. Special thanks to Sirius XM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, Steve Cohen, and Sirius XM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas.
1: Series XM Podcasts.